We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Jesus said the words I speak unto you, their spirit, their life. We draw our strength and our power from another world, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Weapons of our warfare. Notice he said, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. In one place he said, there is a struggle, but it's not with flesh and blood. It's with principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. That's why we have to have supernatural weapons of warfare. And that's why we have the name of Jesus to pull down these strongholds, cast down imaginations, and every high thing, bring it into obedience to Christ. Now, let's go to Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, and notice what Paul said, beginning with verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Now, I want you to listen to this. He reconciled the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, I like the way the Amplified says it. It says, God was personally present in Christ, restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against them their trespasses, but canceling them. You know, we beat the poor old sinner over the head and told him he was going to hell and his sins was going to send him to hell. And if we had told him the real truth, if the sinners today understood the real truth, that God's not holding their trespasses against them, he's canceled them. Well, somebody said, well, they'll go to heaven then, won't they? No, no, they have to be born again. They've got to receive that divine favor that's now offered them. But he's given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 20, now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Not our righteousness, it's his righteousness. Now I want to point out to you that Paul says we are ambassadors for Christ. Now we've just talked about we're citizens of two worlds. He's prepared an abode for us. And Jesus said, I and them and thou and me that they may be perfect in one. We're in God. God's in us. God said, I'll live in them, walk in them. And you're the temple of the living God. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God lives in us. He keep my word. We'll come and make our abode with you. And then here he says, we are ambassadors for Christ. See, we're in an alien world, so to speak. We're ambassadors here. Now, let's just take some natural things and learn something from this. This is the way Jesus taught. He'd always take natural things and show you a spiritual truth. 
People will say, well, we're not going to get anything till we get to heaven. We'll just struggle through life here, and it's just God's will that we'll always be in troubles and problems. But no, the Word doesn't teach that. You're going to have problems when you're here, but it's not the will of God. It's not God's will that you be sick and that we have problems and situations coming against us every day, even though those things are going to come because Satan's on the scene. See, those things didn't happen until the devil came on the scene, and when he leaves, they'll fade away. They won't be there. They don't tell us where they come from. Sickness couldn't come from heaven because there's not any there. But now when we send an ambassador over to Haiti, one of the poorest places in the world, they don't live in a cardboard box and eat out of the trash can. But many of those people over there do, and I'm not belittling that. That's all the living some of them have. Thank God America's been blessed. But what I want to point out to you is that when our ambassador goes over there, he doesn't live like they live in their existing conditions. We're not to come here on this earth and live like the rest of the world or in just barely get along street, as somebody said, you know, down by Grumble Alley. But our ambassadors to Haiti live over there just like they were here. They drive the best, they eat the best, they stay in the best, because we provide for them. We take care of them. They're supported from another part of the world. Does that make any sense to you? And that's what God wants us to understand. We're in this world, we're not of this world. There's a lot of trash in this world. There's a lot of suffering in this world. There's a lot of sickness in this world. But that doesn't mean that God wants us to have it. He wants us to live here like we were already there. Now, I know it's easier to say that than it is to do. And we may never attain even to one-tenth of that. But that's the will of God. Because Jesus said, pray, taught his disciples, pray that the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's the will of God. For it to be on earth as it is in heaven. And Paul said, my God will supply your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. According to his riches. Up there. Not riches we have down here. How? Through Christ Jesus, through the Word. The Word of God will supply our needs here. Now we have to develop in it and learn how to tap into that and make demands on the promises of God. Not demanding from God, we just make a demand on the promise of God. Just like you make a demand on the bank downtown. If you've got money in the bank, you write a check. That's a demand note on that bank. If provision is made, they'll honor that check. But you know, if you didn't know whether you had any money in that bank or not, you wouldn't have faith to write a check on it, would you? I hope not. (laughs) But if you know the provisions made, you can make a demand on it, can't you? See, these things are already given. Second Peter chapter 1 says, God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's already given them. How? Through His exceeding great and precious promises. He wants us to live here like we were already there. Now, you know, don't get offended at that. I'm not talking about us walking on streets of gold and paving our driveway with gold and all that. I'm talking about abundance, the abundant life that Jesus talked about. Have enough to supply your need and be able to give to others. Abundant life. John, 1 John 4, 4, he says, you have overcome the wicked one. I mean, that's... (laughs) I don't know, there's something about what John says there that just goes out beyond, I think, sometimes what we get if we just read it in passing. 1 John 4, 4. 
Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have overcome them. He considered that we have overcome them. The Antichrist, the wicked, and all that. And he said another place there, Whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. Back up there to the third chapter, 1 John, verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, this scripture has been taken to say, well, you know, when Jesus appears, comes back, he's going to change us and make him like him. I'm sure that's probably in there. But by law of double reference and by parallels, there's much more in there. Let's read it this way. Beloved, now are you the sons of God. You don't have to wait until you get to heaven to become a son of God. If you're not a son of God here, when you leave this earth, you're not going to be one in heaven. Doth not yet appear what we shall be. Not apparent yet. You don't perceive it with the eye. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Sounds to me like he's saying when he comes back, we'll be acting like him. For we shall see him as he is. I believe when we see Jesus as he is. And understand that we've been raised up together, made to sit together with him in heavenly places. How is Jesus? Ephesians says he's far above principalities and power, might and dominion in every name. He's seated there. And he's raised us up and made us sit together there in heavenly places in Christ Jesus with him in spiritual power and authority. Well, if we see him as he is, then that's how he is. And I believe that when Jesus comes back, the body of Christ will be doing the same things Jesus was doing. In fact, I believe that's the reason he's coming back, when we go to doing the same things. Why would Jesus come back after a body that doesn't look like him, doesn't act like him? I mean, you ladies, you don't want to go out until you begin to look your best. He wants the body to look its best. (laughs) Now, come right on over here into the fourth chapter, verse 17. Herein... Is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now notice, as he is. How is Jesus? When John wrote this, how was Jesus? Exalted far above principalities and powers. He says, so are you in this world. As he is, so are you. You're exalted above principalities and powers. Why? By the name of Jesus and by the word of God. God sees you far above principalities and power. Now, Satan's job is to beat you down, get you so condemned that you think that you can't do anything. But you have supernatural weapons of warfare to pull down strongholds and cast down imagination and every high thing. We win, thank God. Isn't that good news? Praise God. Can you say amen? God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the broadcast. I trust you've been with us all this week as we've taught on the subject of citizens of another world. Thank God we do have our life support from another world. Now, before I leave the broadcast, this is the last day for book offer number 7504. It's entitled Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this book was formerly entitled Authority in Three Worlds. Some of you may have it. But it's a 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15.
I know you'll be blessed by this book because it'll cause you to fall deeply in love with Jesus and understand authority and how to exercise your authority on this planet. It's your spiritual authority. God has given it to you. It belongs to you. But if you don't operate it or act on it and confess the Word of God and proclaim what God's Word says, speak God's Word after Him, you may never operate in it. Here are some of the chapter titles. Chapter 10 is Judgment of This World. Chapter 9, we mentioned yesterday on the broadcast, it was authority of Jesus. Jesus operated in the authority of a man. He was born with a physical flesh and blood, bone body, so he would have authority on this planet because God gave mankind authority over this planet. Chapter 11 is Jesus, the sin offering. You need to know that Jesus was the sin offering. He cured the sin problem. We still have a sinner problem, but we don't have a sin problem. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin. The sinner's not going to hell because there is no way for him to make heaven. Jesus has made the way. You just have to accept him and receive what he has done for you. Chapter 12 is Jesus, a type of the rod. Chapter 13 is first begotten of the dead. Jesus was first begotten from the dead. That's book offer number 7504, 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. It's a 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $15. We have a toll-free Order line 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.